Welcome back. It's another episode of the Awful Service Podcast. This is the podcast that's made of 11 herds and vices. Yes, that kind of podcast. Herds and vices? Yeah, you know, we, we don't want to get sued. Uh, it's me, <laughs> your host, Matt Doima, with... Nathan Smezrud. Coming in hot in his new podcast, Cubbyhole. Oh, yeah. Do you feel this? Like I'm rocking the, uh, like, complete... Top to bottom, 1987 Twins World Series gear. <laughs> Got this off-white 1987 sweatshirt that they used to, or maybe it, it was white, but like after <laughs> just so many years, it's now it's now it's like yellow. It's it's me, Uncle Joe Cogazello. Yeah, so jo- Joe has uh, actually stole that from a frail uh, uh, old man. Uh, he <laughs> just he died peacefully that. in his sleep. Okay, you, and you, this was in the will to me. <laughs> He's like, he willed want- it, he willed me all his twin stuff. You have so many home run hankies. <laughs> I have a seat from the old stadium. <laughs> oh, it's one of those. He's got he's got from the Metrodome. All right. Uh, well, we could sit here and talk about all the twins memorabilia that Joe owns, but no, this is the Awful Service Podcast. Today, we have uh, from the good, the dad, and the ugly. We're, we're completing the trifecta because we've had uh, his other two hosts on the show as well. We got Patrick Schroeder, everybody. Welcome, Patrick. Thank you for having me, guys. And as much as you want to talk about the 87 Twins, I am here for any any offshoots into, I mean, I don't know, who, who was it? Paul Molitor, uh, yep. Herbie Puckett. Yep. Yep. Kent Herbeck. Uh, Herbeck, sure. Danny Herbie. Gladden. Um, this is this is a little before my time. The, the first Twins team I remember was uh, Ron Gardenhire, uh, oh, yeah. Eddie, Eddie Guardado. Yes. Uh, Tory Hunter, Jock Jones, Lou oh. Ford, these teams. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if we let's just talk. I, I mean, I know this isn't the, the premise of the show, but once you start talking about old twins, Doug Mankiewicz, I just thought oh. about Doug Mankiewicz stretching <laughs> off the bag at first base. He was gold glove, but he batted 187. And like, <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> there was a time where you could get away with that. I know. But OK, so that's right when Sosa and like, wait, um. It was like it was like right after that was the Barry Bonds. It was yeah. the Barry Bonds. That's the what it was. 2000s. And I was like, you know, I wanted to send Doug Mankiewicz a letter that was like, Doug, you are an amazing baseball player. But here's some fucking steroids. <laughs> <laughs> Joe knew a guy. A Get that bit. bat speed going a little Just bit. Just take fun. a little bit of steroids. Not to like, you know, make you less of a gold glove first baseman. But just, you know, let's get this. Get over that 250 mark. Just want some dingers. Can you get some dingers? Maybe, you know, let's maybe go from 11 home runs a season to like, you know, 42. Like, let's get them up there. Move you up into the the lineup a little bit because no first baseman in the league besides Joe Maurer should be batting seven. (laughs) (laughs) You know, before they did the shift, Joe Maurer was like a guaranteed single or double. Like yep. you just could not strike that guy out. It was beautiful. And I'm so glad he kept his whole. St- he could have went and got more money somewhere else, but he stayed here and now he can open up a car dealership. Uh, you know, <laughs> like that's, that's a dude that I think he dream. does actually he have a car mayor. dealership. I'm pretty sure they have a couple. I think the brothers started one while he was a baseball player. And they're like, <laughs> if we put our name on this, 
it's his name. If we just put our last name on it, everyone's going to think. Everybody's and then when Joey retires, like we'll that. get him to do commercials. <laughs> yes, Mauer Chevrolet in Invergrove Heights, Minnesota. When did uh, they open? In, there's also one in Anoka. <laughs> yes. He's been retired for a little bit, so did they open right after he retired? There's one in Invergrove Heights. There's a couple in Invergrove Heights, yeah. I think they're doing fine. I think It's actually called the Mauer Auto Group. Oh, we've got a yeah. We oh, yeah. we should start. Uh, that's who we should call for some uh, some sponsorship. Let's get some, yeah, let's get some sponsorship. Hey, hey, uh, wanna... This <laughs> rambling about the twins is brought to you by the Mauer Auto Group. Do you need a new Sierra? <laughs> you get your best well, money for your you... trade in with Mauer. <laughs> You're gonna have to wait six months for a new one, but we got plenty of pre-owned on the lot. <laughs> <laughs> worth way more than, or cost way more than they're worth. <clears throat> but we could talk about uh, used automobiles and the twins forever. But no, this is the awful service podcast. I'm this sure the podcast. podcast is going to come back to both of those things at some point. <laughs> they probably will. <laughs> but this is the podcast where we talk about different customer service jobs and the stories there within. Patrick, the very first segment on the podcast is one that we lovingly refer to as the resume. Show us your uh, resume. Why should we hire you? Have you ever had a job? Write you up and fire you. Tell us all about yourself and your place of business. Talk about your former jobs, filthy, shady politics. Show us your resume. Yes, again, Patrick, resume section. Start wherever you like. <laughs> Well, uh, let's see. Just living in New York City, I, uh, I've been fired from being a mover, being a dog walker, being a delivery boy. Um, yep, fired from a job with the word boy literally in the title. As an adult, they were like, you're too old for this job. You can't handle being a boy. You're not ready. Um, yeah, a lot of, a lot of you were odd fired jobs. by a 13 year old. <laughs> I I got you know fired what? from You're just uh, not working out. There's a paper route that you might be suited for. <laughs> he like tried to set you up with a different job, like a paper I, route. <laughs> like, I guarantee that there is some 17 year old doing that job a million times better than I ever could have. <laughs> knows knows the area better. Um, yeah, I got fired from a, a moving company. My boss called me and told me that I wasn't strong enough. Oh, uh, like that. that was particularly emasculating. Uh, I was like, you could as <laughs> a girl. He's actually talking. He was talking about emotional strength, Patrick. He's just like, listen, I think you need to start (laughs) some self care. I think that's what we need to start with, okay? And then you know, therapy. I think you need some therapy, bud. He's very very aware. I would have loved an Eastern European woman. (laughs) 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 No, yeah, I'm not cut it as delivery boy. I'm trying to um, dog walker. I got fired because. I was lying about when I was doing the, like the walks because I was I would be so far behind every day that I would just say I, I I would like text and email the people like I was running on time even though I wasn't and then one time I did it and the person whose dog I told them that I walked was home at the time and they were like they were like well I know you didn't walk the dog I'm home uh, but I got I you know that was I I got away with that for a few months before anybody caught on so that was nice. <laughs> So what? Why were you so far behind? In the it's, was it because dogs don't walk on a schedule? It, it it was very much like I would have a walk, a half hour walk scheduled for twelve thirty in like you know one part of the city, and then a half hour walk scheduled at one o'clock in another part of the city. It's like, well, there's no travel time. Like that, I don't understand how I'm supposed to get this, but 
you know, it's just like a shitty job. You just don't ask. Because once you ask questions and they're like paying attention to you. So I'm like, yeah, I'll just do it. And who cares? <laughs> it was also the kind of thing where it was such a, I hated dogging so much. I, I wasn't trying to get fired, but I wasn't trying to not get fired. <laughs> Bare minimum. Get it. Okay. Like if, if you, you know, when you have a job that you're like, I'm glad I have a job right now because I don't have to think about it, but I, I if literally anybody annoys me. I will leave this place. <laughs> You'll just leave mid walk and the dog's just sitting there like, well, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Just, just tie it to a hydrant. <laughs> your, your dog's near the natural history museum there. <laughs> Bye. Start yelling on the corner, free dogs and just drop the leashes and leave. <laughs> Well, it's New York. They, they can't even like, you want a Bichon Frazee? Who needs a Bichon Frazee? I got a Bichon over here. This bitch is worth I'm, top dollar. I'm surprised they haven't made a Homeward Bound lost in New York. <laughs> it, like, it would be like, too traumatic. There would be it, like no, the animals wouldn't be enjoying nature. It would just be like them trying to, you know, not just get not stolen. get run over by cabs in mm-hmm. traffic. And like, they make it to Central Park. And they they're have like, to fight okay, pizza I could be everywhere. <laughs> they yeah, they're like, just like, then all of a sudden the animals carcass. are all CGI animals at the end of the movie and they're like <laughs> the audience is like what happened? Why aren't these real anymore? <laughs> yeah. yeah, now they all live in a one bedroom in Bedsty. Twelve dogs working at a coffee shop. <laughs> It'd be more like Milo and Otis, where you find out years later they went through like seven kittens and two puppies. <laughs> Oh, like to make the movie? Yeah, it's that's a real that's a real thing. They went through Ugh. a lot of kittens to make that. Movie. Yeah, yeah. Ch- childhood ruined. By the I'm way, I'm pretty sure there's a there's like a there's a Japanese movie or a uh, Chinese movie where uh, they they film a bunch of dogs running off a cliff, and like they're like, yeah, that was CGI, and you're like, was that CGI? <laughs> <laughs> like you have well, a dog scene in, uh, It looks really real for CGI in 1987. Yeah, in in Apocalypse <laughs> Now, he, he like cuts a bull in half or something. There's that scene that they included where I'm like, oh no, that was just an animal getting cut in half, <laughs> right? Like, there's like old old movies where you're like, uh, like old westerns where you're like, okay, that horse, yes. got shot after this scene. What what was going on there? Like that horse is definitely like injured, and then or, like didn't they just make fall it off down. The yeah, yeah, the ones that fall down, and you're like. How did you get that horse to stay down like that? Uh, break <laughs> well, its, it's 1947. Actually, you just drugging it. You gave it morphine. That 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 horse didn't get along with John. Uh, so Mr. Wayne just said, "Can you just done <laughs> Cre- creative differences?" <laughs> <laughs> so you're you so you you you've been fired from a creative litany. Creative differences. That's with a horse. <laughs> <laughs> so you've been fired from a litany of jobs in in the city. Um, yeah, I, I talk about it on stage and I feel like it's something, I mean, even when I lived in Florida before I moved to the city, I was still not good at any of the jobs I chose to do, but it's just, there's so few people, you're not really going to get fired. They're like, all right, well, at least we have this guy. He sucks, but he's going to do something. But he sucks, but he comes in. Yeah, exactly. What jobs you get fired in, in Florida from? In Florida, nothing. No, uh, I worked for a couple restaurants uh doing some delivery stuff and uh i worked for a place that went out of business yeah that was called uh it was called dan good pizza it was owned by a guy named dan (laughs) from michigan (laughs) 
who they they had like six stores in Michigan. He was friends with like the Little Caesars guy, and he was he was like, I'm gonna do Little Caesars uh, and like make a franchise and spread it out. He brought it to Florida, and the first store he opened, it was like the worst location. Like it was it was the only part of this little like part of the the a strip on the highway, right off the highway, of course. And uh, there's just a giant hedge in front of the building that covers up the entire like sign, what it is. <laughs> like you don't even know a building's there. Every other spot on the highway is seen perfectly, except he bought the land and they like couldn't cut the hedges because of something with the city or something. So it went out of business in like six months. I worked there from like day one until they just told us to stop coming in. It was hilarious. <laughs> the grand opening. He's like, okay, we're going to have a lot of customers today. He got, he got a, a sign. <laughs> he got the inflatey dudes with yeah. the wavy hands. He got a bouncy castle. Nobody saw any of this shit. It was, <laughs> it was hilarious. Like, cause it was, uh, it wasn't like a strip. It was just like a, a piece of land that it was connected to a preschool and a Starbucks and the Starbucks was packed every day. So everyone knew to go to the Starbucks and like, because, the, you know, kids were going to preschool, but it was just the pizza shop in the middle. Nobody gave a fuck about. Um. That's, the, that's the greatest, worst business idea. Ever. Like, damn, damn good pizza. It was such a bad pun and people and it was the kind of place where like I when you work there, you did a little bit of everything like you cooked you answered phones, you did the cashier, you did deliveries. So there would be times, especially if it was like a, a slow time or just be like me or maybe one other person. And all these people come in and be like, are you Dan? And I'm like, no, I'm like a 17 year old. Why would I own a pizza place? Because only a 17 year old would think Dan is a good, <laughs> they thought Dan good was like, well, like who would, who would think that's a good idea? Uh, some it's, young uh, and it was, it was like an open kitchen thing. And the people would just sit there and like, watch you make pizza. And you're like, supposed to be good at it and toss it. But like, we just got trained that week and we all sucked. It was like, me and like some older Haitian woman were making the pizzas. Like we were, we're not pizza chefs. Like it wasn't, I don't know what they were going for, but it was just like, <laughs> we were all just making minimum wage trying to like have a job. And then these like people would come in and watch us not know how to make pizza. And they'd be like, this is not going to be good. Like they would just see how bad we were while we're making it. They're like, Oh fuck, we made a mistake. <laughs> oh, so Dan good is ironic. Like oh, it's as it good was... as your buddy Dan would be able to make it. Yeah. We we had a thing where it was like, you know, you had to log into the point of service system every time you took a phone call so they could track who's who was doing what on sales. And then at like the end of every week they wanted to have like a little meeting to you know tell everyone to get their sales up. And I finished in dead last in sales every single time. I like <laughs> I, I I would just let the phone ring if nobody was. I would just be like, I don't want, I don't want to do this. I hate, <laughs> I hate it. Uh, and I would get a talking to every. I mean, and I work with some of the dumbest fucking people. One guy I worked with on a delivery, he couldn't find the apartment, so he just threw the pizza in the dumpster of the building. And then the woman who called to, you know, order the pizza called back and was like, "Hey, the guy never came, but I like see a full box of your pizza outside in my." trash like what's that about like like she caught him just but i don't know what he was thinking that he would just throw it away and it, like he just panicked and didn't know what to do <laughs> he's trying to hide it like a kid who just got caught masturbating like i just exactly does it in there hey, whatever fuck it 
And then he just came back and act like nothing happened. Like she had already called by the time he got back to work and we were all like making fun of him for being an idiot. He just walked in like, oh, well, that was that's I guess I did my job. <laughs> I got it. He like took three dollars out of his wallet. Got a pretty good tip. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember and, like, and why would you not just eat it and put it in your trunk or like do something? Why right. would you throw it in the garbage? That's how dumb you have to, be, to throw it in the garbage of the place, <laughs> the building that you're delivering to. And she can look out the window and, and just see it, it yeah. sitting on top. <laughs> That's how close he was. He was. He, he could see the apartment. She Why not just deliver him. it at that point? Like, <laughs> yeah. Too much just, just leave it outside and run away. Like, like, it's just, I got overwhelmed by the amount of doors I saw and I didn't know which oh, this one isn't to a pick. house. This isn't a house. This isn't a house. It's unfamiliar with the paging system. Uh, no, I. In that case, you know what you do is you just you you, you do what Joe says. You throw it in your trunk and then you're like, yeah, no, someone came and took it. I don't know. They're at the door. A person took it. They're eating that pizza now. It's someone in the apartment. But this person, as Patrick said, was not an intelligent person. We do have to share the planet with a lot of students. That's what the pandemic showed me, that we have to share the planet with a a lot, a lot, a lot of stupid, stupid people. And we have to just be cool with that because (laughs) you can't just Hitler. You can't just Hitler your way through idiots. Or like, like you're like, hey, you know what? We're only you have to take a test before you have children to make sure you're not gonna your genetics are gonna make better children that aren't just gonna do dumber shit than you already do. <laughs> like, like what are you? You're gonna because you you're not breeding with a smart smart people aren't breeding with the dumb people. <laughs> I'm just I'm loving Joe's final solution here. Yeah, uh, all right, look, I'm not Hitlering anything, but I'm not gonna impregnate an idiot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have a vetting system. I have a test. <laughs> have Number you one. have you ever have you ever impregnated an idiot accidentally, Joe? No, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> it's like where do you want it? Uh, like face, ass, or back? Like no, it's no. like are you a foot girl? Okay, yeah, whatever. Like it's it's just nowhere near your your th- you're an inside in between your thighs, girl. Yeah, no, that's not happening. <laughs> you don't, you don't want to even risk it at that point. Yeah, I bring the condoms. <laughs> there you go. Like it's <laughs> Joe's number one test to see if she's an idiot. So this is a box of pizza. Where does this go? Yeah, <laughs> deliver it to my apartment. Step one. Does it go in the trash? Yeah. No, sorry. You're disqualified. Bye. See As we go to the theater. And then I, I see so, if they look like an idiot. I remember that we shared the dumpster with Starbucks and they were not cool about throwing their trash out. Like they were just leaving their trash where they're like, we're fucking Starbucks. Like, fine. Us. Who cares? <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, they were we would try to do a thing where we would like trade pizza for coffee and pastries. And they're like, we don't really want your pizza. Like, your pizza <laughs> oh. sucks. like nobody wants it. We Sometimes actually we already trade with a regular with a real pizza restaurant. Yeah, like they're Starbucks. You know, they don't need us. They they had the <laughs> you know the the legit Italian place trading with them. I'm sure. I worked with a guy. He was he had a trade thing worked out, but it was on the other side of town, and it was for vape juice. Hell yeah! He would he would go buy vape juice with free pizzas, but send one of us on a delivery to go do it. <laughs> Hey man, yeah, that that uh, cotton candy bubblegum is worth yeah, it. Yeah, make right. sure to come back with two tropicals of bubblegum. Don't make me fucks me with the grape again. 
<laughs> I do. I miss the the job trade. Like when you worked at a restaurant or something, your ability to negotiate with other restaurants in the area. Like well, it that wasn't is... it wasn't restaurants negotiating with other restaurants. It's restaurant employees. Yeah, the degenerates yeah. that we are. Yeah, negotiating with other degenerates that work mm-hmm. at different establishments. It's a not, beautiful. The not, barter system was amazing when you when you worked at a restaurant. That was not when I worked at a different pizza place in Florida, not damn good a uh, place called Amici's, which you can already tell it's going to be <laughs> a lot classier. Way better. Uh, the word good is not in the title. Yeah, <laughs> we had a, we had a good deal with Amici's the Dunkin Donuts people. It, it translates to Dan's good pizza. That's that's it's Italian. <laughs> yeah, like, Joe it's the know. same guy. He just has a mustache on. Yeah. Now. <laughs> but yeah, we had a. We had oh, a is sick, he the? yeah the on all the pizza boxes on all the box chef doing the chef's kiss the big fat guy with the mustache that's him that's dan that's the dan that's you thought thought it'd be like giuseppe or something it's just (laughs) um yeah we had a good we had a good deal with the the dunkin donuts people where it was like an exchange of slices and coffees about twice a day you know depending on how long you're if you're working the the full 12 hour shift you're you're gonna get two free coffees at the very least there you go there you go i had i worked for famous dave's and we would do these uh uh like the the, the all-american barbecue feasts right which is like a whole rack of ribs a whole chicken uh half pound of brisket uh a bunch of fucking sides it's like a 60 dollar thing and it's 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 all smoked in-house it's all made in-house shit and we would trade with pizza hut and Pizza Hut would then send us that terrible box where it would be like uh like the three for boxes or whatever where you got like yeah. a couple like shitty pizzas, uh their breadsticks and then like their cinestics and they're like yeah that's fair right here's a bunch <laughs> of here's a bunch of dough and cheese for all that like good smoked meat that's awful yeah what I can't it? I mean I don't like Pizza Hut to begin with but I would not have been happy about that trade although the cinnamon sticks maybe yeah. but still like I, we had bread pudding. <laughs> yeah no you guys are like an actual restaurant there's no need to trade with pizza hut i uh, <laughs> pizza. I, I looked up uh what does amici mean uh, on my 3g phone so it took I, me a couple minutes there it uh, means friend right uh no it, it means friend of the court hmm. so like uh that's that's not a great restaurant well, name but like, i can it's tell a great, you in, in, yeah it's nobody that means really it's legally that. good joe it's yeah, legally a good legally. restaurant that's the dan's dan's legally good pizza all our papers are in order <laughs> <laughs> when i when i worked at amici's there were several uh not several there were a couple ex-cons so i don't think there were anybody there was not a lot of friends of the court <laughs> there there was there was a guy uh teardrop tattoos Let's uh, let's just pretend I'm talking about a different restaurant right now. But I once worked <laughs> at a restaurant where uh, the the guy's uh, brother had I had never met him, and he showed up one time after I'd been working there for like a year. And people were telling me like, "Oh yeah, this he just got out of jail because uh, one night one of the hostesses was saying was like talking shit to him, so he just took out his gun and put it on the counter." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, that kind of thing. Also, I totally forgot to mention the the best part about Dan Good Pizza was it was owned by a former stripper uh, in, in in South Florida, and uh, she brought the franchise. 
She brought she so she was trying. I guess she knew Dan somehow, but she was running it. Former customer, (laughs) and her husband her husband was in jail at the time, but had a secret cell phone and would call like five times a night just to argue. Like while we're just called and and like everyone knew. I don't even remember her name, but it would just get a call like is so and so there, and you would know it's like oh it's the husband from jail. He wants to talk again. It was just constant. He would call the restaurant. It was so funny. the restaurant that's why he was yelling because it's like he kept he was like why would you put it between a fucking preschool and a starbucks even i know about the hedge <laughs> are you Everyone's- fucking dan are you <laughs> fucking dan <laughs> i would have i would it would have been more funny if like he <laughs> he just called from used all of his phone time to call the pizza place from prison and so <laughs> you get that automated message every time you pick up it's like this is coming from <laughs> such and such a correctional facility yeah <laughs> our uh our our head chef was a guy who's uh he had to get like an advance uh for his first couple checks because his teeth were so bad that they were like we because it was an open kitchen like we can't let people see you so <laughs> we're gonna give you yeah. money to fix your teeth and then you can work here oh it that's was amazing like, yeah yeah, was it, it was. It, uh, he had like some. I guess he had done a bunch of drugs and fucked up his teeth somehow. But I, yeah. I never knew him with the old teeth. By the time I got there, he was like, "Hey, you like my new teeth?" And I was like, "Buddy, I don't know." He would talk about, like George Washington wooden teeth. Once, once <laughs> he, we can't let you work here with wooden teeth. <laughs> once he found out that uh, I liked comedy, he was all he wanted to talk about was Fluffy. He's like, "You see this guy, Fluffy." This guy Fluffy is great. <laughs> Fluffy, he he'd always like be playing it on the the Pandora mix or whatever in the in the radio. He's like, you know, put on Fluffy. We gotta listen to Fluffy right now. <laughs> Doesn't even know just his name. Didn't know it, Gabriel Iglesias or any. Just Fluffy. Yeah, put on Fluffy. He's funny. The guy who likes cake. <laughs> that guy, he's oh fucking. He's a genius. Oh, it's funny. Uh, so you went. You're at. A, uh, you went. You went to a Michi's. You got you got to you got to go step up in the pizza lo- the pizza realm. Did you ever do do delivery for them? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was uh, I, I I'm trying to think of. I never got like the the sexy delivery. You know, I think that's a miss. I think that was written by like a pizza delivery driver who's just like this is fan <laughs> mm-hmm. fiction. We're gonna make. Yeah. Never, Pizza never once. Delivery driver fan fiction. They yeah. just they needed a plot for a porn movie in the seventies, and it stuck. They like, ran out of plumber, my, electrician, TV had, repair. They're like, <laughs> we need another. God damn it, we need something. And then they're like, ding dong, oh, your pizza delivery is here. And they're like, oh my god, we've got it. Thank you. Here's a big tip <laughs> because I'm gonna kid. I'm gonna make you. Hey, do you have a big dick? <laughs> no, get the fuck out of here. He walks in. Get out of your pizza delivery guy. I got that hot sausage anyway. pizza for you. That big hot sausage pizza. Oh, I kid, I'm gonna make you famous. That's yeah. It had to be a sausage pizza. It's it's a, that's, that's that's what makes it connect. I never had. I did deliver it to a few elderly women who like forgot to close their robes. Maybe they didn't forget. Maybe it was like, <laughs> yeah. oh yeah, they were they were no. open. Oh, and you said you never had a sexy delivery patch. Yeah, you and also. All old men in Florida answer the door in their boxers. So if that works for you, then <laughs> I had I one guy that I delivered with. He was it was his last night on the job. He was graduating college, going to go get a big boy job after that. And on his final night, he comes back into the shop after delivery and just like 
throwing his hands up and they're just going, it finally happened. It finally. And we're like, what are you talking about, dude? A girl uh, answered the door without a shirt on. That's all it was. Nothing crazier than that. But uh, something sexy finally happened <laughs> from the stories. She was topless and I gave her a pizza. And they're like, what'd you do, dude? He's like, nothing. Just took my money and left. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for ordering Papa John's. Have a good night. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, I delivered for a while, too. The only thing that ever happened to me is I got mooned by some chicks once while I was in the <laughs> delivery driver. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that was about that. Was about that. And then I, had a, I did have someone answer the door in a robe, but it was because she clearly was done fucking. Because there was uh... a guy, in, like, you could hear a guy in the other room. <laughs> so that that's about as close as I got. I think that's happened to everybody where you're, like, in the throes of passion and then you, you forgot that, you know seamless is on the way or something so you got to sort of like you know hide a boner and answer the door <laughs> see that's why the like a domino's pizza delivery app is invaluable you have it there you just put it on her back <laughs> the whole time you're like you're like okay they're just putting it in the oven we still got like 20 minutes we're good all right brad's just fucking he's just he's taking it out all right like we've got to like hurry this thing up babe do you have any words of encouragement babe, you, you want to text him <laughs> I do. I love the for seamless. They have the little like guy on a bike sometimes where you can like follow <laughs> him coming down your street and you're like, you just see how he's messing up. You're like, no, no, no. Once you two, <laughs> no, come on back. And he's got to like circle around. Sometimes I'll just go stand outside and like look for people. I'm just like, all right, that's got to be it. Like, like just help him out because nobody knows. I also, I happen to, I live in a building that is somehow split into two buildings. Like there's two buildings next to each other that both have the same address for some reason. They're both 667 Knickerbocker. So everybody's confused. People don't know what door to knock on. There's like, it's, it's just a shit show. Oh, I see that. Oh yeah. No, that's a classic New York. They're, they're, like they're, they're, one of them's supposed to be a different number, but now it, he pays yeah. less taxes because they're one. Oh yeah, our whole building is a scam. <laughs> some, there's, some, uh, there's some scam going on that, like, it's oh just, no, yeah, we just haven't figured it out yet. Now there is the state. Yeah. <laughs> to be to be fair, my uh, house doesn't show up on Google. Uh, so like when I have to deliver, I have to exp- like I half the time I have to explain because it's literally only two blocks. My my street is literally only two blocks in my in my city uh, here and. Uh, it's uh, because it's it's just the whole thing. It's a little tiny little throughway, and uh, I've gotten delivery drivers. Oh, uh, your your address doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah, just and deliver then, it here. I have and to then look to your right. Yeah, I, I, no, I literally have to like go. Okay, so you're gonna have to go down, and I have to do like landmarks. Okay, you're gonna take a right at at at, at the uh, at the at the county bar. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> I've, I've had to do that. Like yeah, you, sh- you you got to call the the person because they live out in somewhere you never been and they're just describing landmark you're like there's going to be a post mm-hmm. and a sign that used to be a sign but isn't a sign and you're just like fuck am i going to get killed <laughs> yeah. my dad the did that up. on on with 911 dispatch while he was having a heart attack <laughs> <laughs> that's some supreme dad shit right there <laughs> damn it he was like i'm giving directions he lives on uh uh first street northeast then there's main street and there's first street northwest and he was and, he, and it, he's up a hill a little bit so you can kind of hear the traffic down in the mm-hmm. valley a little bit and so the sirens are all going and they're like stay on the phone with us until paramedics arrive 
and he goes, they turned up the wrong first street. <laughs> Tell him to turn around. <laughs> Mid-heart attack. They're just knocking down the door at the person who lives at the, that address on Northwest instead. And he's like, sir, we know you're on the... We, we're, we're here. We're here to help you out. Just knocking down the door. What are you talking about? I'm having sex with my wife. The pizza's 12 <laughs> minutes away. <laughs> my, uh, my girlfriend's dad was having a heart attack and made the ambulance wait for him so he could take a shower because it was a second heart attack and he's like i'm not doing i'm not i'm not going back to the hospital and showered again like i'm doing it he like <laughs> took his time packed his shit he's doing his hair he's like, like those uh, nurses you know those nurses are hot in there they got i don't want to wear good. this shirt he's like changing shirts dads dads are insane they uh, they got a whole other thing going on he's talking to the ambulance driver he's like hey do you think these pants make me look good do you think this is a good you know look what? yeah he gets in the ambulance he's like you like this and they're like uh eh. and he's like hold on i'm gonna go back and change turn around turn around <laughs> got any other calls you can run and do those real quick <laughs> come back for me on the way can we do like a like one of those uber ride shares <laughs> yeah he's like i don't want to be a bother you know <laughs> he sat in the front <laughs> told him the right way to get to the hospital yeah. you i know a shortcut uh, dude go through this uh, yeah take a left up here next to that oh, pizza you, you don't take this street this time of the day it's, it's packed it's yeah. always packed go take a right after the uh yeah that place that used to be dan's good pizza you remember that <laughs> they like given given old landmarks because they've been there for so long so when you went to you, you moved to New York, obviously, and you're you're doing the jobs because you're pursuing your comedy career, obviously. So you know you're, you're uh-huh. taking whatever you can get. So you're 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 walking dogs, and then just saying fuck it because I can't make it. You can't do that. Did you ever have to like? Did you ever walk? Because we've had a couple dog walkers on here before. Did you ever walk for anybody famous or 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 rich? I did. I never got to meet him, but apparently I was walking at one time Zach Braff's puppy. What? Whoa! That's that. I never was met puppy the guy. Just goofy as shit. Uh, it, he, it was very adorable puppy, but I just remember. <laughs> I, I just remember being told by my employer at the time, like, "Hey, take just, like you got to take this one seriously. This is Zach Braff's puppy." And I was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah, we don't give a shit about any of the other." This is a VIP like, puppy. A ve- this is a very important puppy. You do not. Actually, <laughs> I remember taking that dog on a walk. And it was during like a World Cup or an Olympics. There was some giant soccer game happening at the end of the block. There was like a bar full of people watching it. And instead of walking him, I just like sat at the end of the bar with the dog. It was like an open, you know, outdoor thing. And I just sat and had a beer with the dog and watched soccer for a half hour and came back. I I would do that constant. I was not once I was like out of sight of the the building. I'm like I'm done walking. Like we can just stand here for a while. Let's go. Let's go to a nice patio. <laughs> No, as long as you're like nice to the doorman, they tell because everybody asks like their doorman about the dog walker. And as long as you like get along with the doorman, they're going to be like, oh, no, he's great. Yeah, yeah, he's great. He was gone the whole half hour. Like they just they're like, yeah, yeah, he's fine. You slip him 20. You're literally all across the street at a bar. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, door guy is another job that is a good scam. I would love to be because you don't really have to try much. You just, you know. If if somebody's package is missing, you just act like you care, and then you, they go away. <laughs> Actually, th- what happened was the package delivery guy was really nervous about where you, your apartment, so he just threw it in the dumpster out back. <laughs> Are you that working now? Is, that is Are you working now, Patrick? Because I want to get you a job as a door guy, just to exp- just to have you back on <sighs> in three months. 
Ah, it's my dream. And and we can get some great door guy stories. Those are tough jobs to get. I think they're like unioned up and everything. They're I I I feel like they're you know like legacy jobs where it's like you inherit like like you give it to your child. Some well, it's always like some rich kid's nephew who's like barely functioning. Is like (laughs) it's like if the elevator's down, call this number, and he's just like okay. (laughs) But he gets to wear a real cool coat. Yeah, they do got cool cuts. He couldn't figure it out. He threw the elevator in the dumpster. <laughs> the whole thing's broken. Leave it in the basement. <laughs> uh, just take the stairs. You you look like you could use the the the, the workout. <laughs> just getting real judgy. Uh, so you also you said you worked for a moving company as well. Uh, yeah, I mean that's uh, currently I'm working for a moving. I'm actually working for the same moving company that fired me like five years ago, but the owner. You got At stronger. Time, Did you get some sick gains <laughs> in that time? What's up? That, no, not. I mean, a little bit, but no, really. It's just the that owner developed a severe uh, coke addiction and like got bought out of the business. And then there was like a they we were all suing each other, and that was the perfect cover for me to slip back in uh, <laughs> and take this crappy job again. So, but yeah, I've worked for a few moving companies. It's uh, it's definitely my favorite job just because you don't have to go to an office you don't have to see, you don't have to be the same place every day you get to see even if it's like a shitty part of the city it's like you get to see new york city you're not underground traveling like you're you're above ground you get you know it's good for that um i had, i had heat stroke for the first time this past summer while working okay. uh got didn't didn't realize that I mean, I wasn't supposed to be working. I got called in like that morning. There's somebody no showed because, you know, it's all movers. They're all like alcoholics. Some guy just got too drunk to show up. So they needed me last minute. Uh, so I didn't have any time to like get ready or hydrate beforehand. I just like woke up, grabbed a coffee, went and did two jobs that were like fourth floor walk ups and then uh, was exhausted, got home and then just started like shaking uncontrollably and throwing up uh-huh. and uh yeah, that my girlfriend's like you're you you're pretty fucked up. We should go to the hospital. But I had a show that night, so I'm just like, oh, oh, God, I got a show. I got to like you know, I I need this I need this fifty dollars so bad <laughs> that I'm willing to. And I'm like trying. And then finally, she was just like, you um you just can't do it. And I'm I'm literally like shaking the whole time. Like I don't know. If, have you guys ever had heat stroke? Oh it's, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I was just like, this I haven't is, had it that bad. But, but that's up? like it's like you need an IV now yeah i should have gone to the hospital but <laughs> it was also during it was still covid so it was like if i go to the hospital by the time i get an IV, it's like is it really worth it dude that's why you know what i've been thinking about that i'm totally i'm down to like marry a nurse mm-hmm. i would love to marry a nurse like if i'm having a heart attack i don't want the fucking my wife freaking out like oh my god what is happening you know it's, i want to be like, just like all right slap me a couple times in the face shut the fuck up you're having a heart attack. Ambulance is already on its way. Make sure you have a good outfit on. Yeah, it's take a shower. Thank God you took a shower. You shower. shower. <laughs> Just somebody who has an IV around is so clutch. Yeah, I, I and mean, she would always have an IV around. Always know how to do it. Like just for hangovers. It would yeah, be able to say like Joe would have a, just a closet of IV hey, man, of saline. Yeah, she just go fill it back up at the hospital. She, I'd I'm sure IV. that's how, like, if you're a wealthy alcoholic, like, I'm sure Jimmy Fallon is just IVing it every single morning <laughs> that he wakes up. Actually, I think Burt Kreischer does that. They do, like, they do, like, yeah. saline IVs. 
I bet. Why wouldn't you? It's just smart. I mean, I like. I just need to make a little bit more money. That's you it's just like, get that IV it's money. My, like, it's... Yeah, screw screw that Escalade. I want I want IV money, man. I want to hang out for IV for, money. I'm looking for a well. nice nurse, maybe on her second, like off her first marriage. You know, like <laughs> I'll take the kids. Oh, yeah. Like as long as I like, let, I'll make sure that they know that they're not mine. I'm sure <laughs> you I'm will, like, Joe. Eh, you're so dumb. Look at you, look, this. Is what your dad does. <laughs> this is what your real dad does <laughs> is what i do so in the, the reason in the... you said that is because you're dumb and you have your dad's genetics <laughs> anyway that's so, why so... you're so shitty at xbox and i beat you at madden all the time <laughs> i would love i would love <laughs> to see like a kid say the darnest things version with joe where he's just like shutting him down the whole time for being <laughs> stupid <laughs> like just like blocking them in basketball like i'm hooking yeah. elijah one like just like fucking just smacking shit out of the air like and get the fuck out of my house i paid for this house this i paid for this is my house <laughs> so what's the uh have, have you ever broken anything expensive not uh financially expensive but there was once uh an an old man we i was like moving we we're moving him out of the city to someplace maybe like uh upstate western new york just somewhere out of the city to the country and uh older guy and he had some like really delicate lamp and uh one of the people i was working with had put it down like in the lobby and it was a giant building so there's like all these people in the lobby there's like other moving jobs and like people trying to use the elevator and I didn't see it had he had moved it and I like walked into it, knocked it over and broke it. And uh, the the guy was really nice about it. But, but he said he was like, he's like, oh, no, it's fine. It's not an expensive lamp. It was just my father's. It was the last oh. thing I have of him. He, he oh. passed away. And then we just all kind of sat there. I was like, well, uh, so here's how much you owe us. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I could tell he was sad, but also, you know, that's your fault for uh, becoming attached to material things. Like there that's, you, go. you know, the <laughs> real lesson. So goddamn of... important, can't you just move it yourself? Yeah, that Maybe one. Don't... That one was a thing that I would move myself, and then movers move all the stuff that well, has people, no sentimental value to me. People try to scam you and like get you to move shit that's already broken, and then be like hey this was broken so anytime you come across something that's like fucked up you take a picture of it before you touch it just to be like but i did once i had a lady who said we lost she had ten thousand dollars worth of shoes and a hamper and she says we lost them but uh she was like a 20 year old who lived in with like five roommates and it was like there's no way you just have ten thousand dollars worth of shoes and a hamper also (laughs) Wouldn't you like mention like, hey, I have ten thousand dollars worth of shoes here? This like, is a very somebody, important hamper. Don't just like she didn't even say it at the end of the job, but she like emailed the company uh, after we had already left and been like, your guys, uh, lot like I need ten thousand dollars. Your guys lost my shoes, and we're like, wait, there there were no fucking shoes. Like, it's, we would have noticed ten thousand dollars worth of shoes. I'm sure. In a hamper. In a ha- yeah, it was like who puts all the shoes? Like, okay, that's my shoe hamper. All right, and that, that the shoes are good to I, go. She's that's, just a, she's just. A, that's she's how you like, treat expensive shoes. But that was the <laughs> that was the worst of the scammers. There wasn't any any good scams like uh, that the broken stuff. Like uh, you broke my you Faberge egg. Good? 
<laughs> you broke my you broke my priceless Monet. The the company I work for is right now is usually like the cheapest company, so you don't really get ah like good scam. You don't get people who own nice things a whole bunch. <laughs> they they um, have scam worthy items to move. It's, yeah, well, and I, the I'm thing about to... New York is the 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 price of of rentals goes it so it 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 just it slowly like a like a ripple in the pond like away from manhattan slowly gets more and more expensive mm-hmm. and so each so each stop slowly used to be gentrification and then all of a sudden now it's rich white kids and like they kick out the poor white kids and then that just continues on until the ocean right or, or you get the to jersey place to go and like yeah. it gets to like connecticut like it's you, yeah work. no new jersey's is new jersey's all it's starting you know, to be New Brooklyn. Yeah, it's just rich. That's what they should call out. it. They should New just Bro- change I'm... their name to New Brooklyn and just be like, yeah, what about them apples? We're getting I'm... away from our fucking Jersey. Like, well, North, people from North New Jersey, Jersey are proud of Yeah, but I would say North Jersey is New Brooklyn. South Jersey is New Philly. There's no there's no actual New Jersey. Jersey yeah, doesn't exist anymore. They should, they should just call it. They should it's, just break it up. This is Pork Roll, New Jersey. This is Taylor Ham, New Jersey. And that's it. Exactly. <laughs> Regional regional references. I Welcome know them. Welcome to New Philly. <laughs> <laughs> this is the this is Seven Eleven, New Jersey, and this is Wawa, New Jersey. I was just in the I was in the Poconos uh, last last weekend doing a show, and I was wearing this Sixers hoodie, and had like five different people stop me and be like, "Oh my God, is the Sixers? Are you from Philly?" It's like we're only like two hours what like it's the poconos like you're not that far from philly it's not weird that you would see somebody i was just like how small is this how little do you people get out they're like oh you're from the big city it's like it's an hour and a half away buddy what are you (laughs) this is and it's just because you wear a sweatshirt that has a name on it means you're from that place i love those people like oh they want to so if i wore a so if I wore a Pocono sweatshirt, you'd think I just live in this town and we just never fucking cross pants. We don't go to the same church. It's a very flimsy reason to start a conversation. <laughs> yes. Just people are just store. bad conversationalists. Unless you're going to like if you're going to start a like if I saw you had a twins sweatshirt, I would yes, start a conversation. I would, start, I would talk about the yes. twins. Yes. Not, you know, Minnesota, not, you Wait. know, what the new parks they're building or whatever. <laughs> like, did you hear about ha- what happened up in Duluth? <laughs> they build the rabbit or Moses they start part? asking you if you know someone in a state of millions of people oh yeah. yes oh yeah, yeah. Oh. and it would be like do you know patrick anderson but if they're over <laughs> the age of 70 i always say yes yeah just let him have it yeah i'm like oh god yeah is he the guy uh hold on hold on is he uh is he uh and then they're like oh he he he, he does a lot of woodworking that's it yes the woodworking oh god you know yeah. he was i think he did something for my mother like what was he doing? What the heck he, was he doing? He's a nice just, boy, always doing things for mothers. Yes, you guys, just you guys like, are both nailing the Minnesota accent. Wonderful. I just bait him into the story mm-hmm. where I always go, "Oh, you know why? Yes, I know him. How do I know him?" It's right on the tip of my tongue, and then they're like, That's "Oh, sweet. because he he's a he's a fisherman." Oh yes, of course. Yes. Oh yeah, he always catches the best. <laughs> Oh, what is he? What does he fish for? Oh, the, the walleye! Oh, yeah, the walleye. That is walleye. He makes what the does best. he catch the best of? <laughs> <laughs> he was terrible at Northern Pike, though. Terrible. Let him have, that. Let him have their little thing. And sometimes no. you get you get some great stories from the elderly. 
you should just talk to old people about it. I do. I they love re- it. They really need it. They do. <laughs> I should. You know what? I'm going to start. I wanted to do this. Uh, so when I first my when I broke the ankle and I moved back here and I had an open mic, we I was teaching comedians how to play Rummy Cube. Mm. And then my plan was because Rummy Cube is an old dying game. Nobody fucking plays it anymore except old people. And so once they learned all the and the rules are insane, there's like a fucking it's a nice book of rules <laughs> and it takes a little bit to get used to. But once you get good, I was going to take them to the old folks home. I was going to book a night at an old folks home where we just went and played <laughs> old folks at Rummy Cube. We all like That's spread awesome. out and do a comedy show. Rummy Cube night. Yeah, it's like we get to do the uh, like it's everybody gets to like half the crowd has dementia so we can fucking talk about the 1930s. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's yeah. like a great Gatsby night. Everybody dresses great Gatsby style. Yeah. Everyone, uh, no, all since they all have the dementia issues. Uh, each comic gets to go twice, and they don't have to change their set. <laughs> I crushed twice. Oh, you guys had two shows. You had an early show and a late show. No dementia patients. <laughs> they're like goldfish. <laughs> but they're really good at rummy cube. <laughs> <laughs> ruthless cutthroat <laughs> patrick do you have any other stories uh from some of this uh, some of the jobs in the city that you that, that stand out Let's see um oh you know i used to i delivered wedding cakes uh briefly oh what could go wrong there <laughs> I, I never never dropped a single one and I did it for like uh like a year it was a part of it was like part of a moving company i worked for for it was like their side venture yeah the this guy ron ben israel he's he's like a famous baker apparently he's been on like baking wars and baker flake whatever these baking shows are he's he's on there all the time Mm -hmm. but uh i guess it's like some of the cakes are so tall they can't you can't just fit him in like a normal trunk he's got to get the you know like the big van or a truck or something Mm -hmm. uh except he was like cheap about it and we we didn't use refrigerated trucks and cakes can only last like if you're delivering a cake in the summer sometimes we have to deliver them to new jersey from like this is like a the game middle of, of crazy the city taxi you're like timer is going down as no, like... i i've been freaking i've been like stuck on the fucking holland tunnel on a friday afternoon trying to get to new jersey with this like melting cake and like people are calling and like the bride is upset the cake's not there you're just like the oh. fucking ice cream cake in another <laughs> It's just even a regular cake, Joe. Even a re- buttercream does even... not last in humid, humid. Yeah, it's yeah. I it mean, it's like so such funny. a stressful job, dude. <laughs> it really was, and it was like not good pay. It was it just like pay much more than the than the regular moving. It paid like, less. I'd do it paid a... less than moving. What? Yeah, I'd do a third floor walk up of somebody's trash of ten thousand you... dollars of a hamper of ten thousand dollar fucking. <laughs> and nobody would ever tip because nobody like thinks the tip the guys who brought the cake like it's not but they don't know it's like oh we're just movers man we just we're trying to get paid but it was fun to move the cake from from the truck whole thing the wedding you have to so there's like a way to cut the box you have to cut the box so it opens up like everything opens up outward and then it's it's like attached to like some sticky tape on a base and you have to like you and the other guy you have to do it two two people you have to like undo the bottom from the base without tipping it over and then you have to like lift together and get it set up we never drop one but it is sounds so fucking stressful dude it really i i got to the point with it where i was like i hope we drop one i just want to (laughs) freak the fuck out 
Just get the monkey off your back, man. I'm not trying to get fired. Some bridezilla. Just some bridezilla. She's like, it needs to be perfect. You're like, well, how's that? It's perfectly on the ground. Deal with that. Oh, hold on. Yeah, hold on. It just needs to just move over one little. I mean, some of these cakes were like, you know. Almost hundred thousand dollars. They're <laughs> expensive as shit. There, there was and they one picked the cheapest moving company. So funny. There's just no. We would go to all these like we we'd be delivering cakes like the Rainbow Room at Thirty Rock, like all the all the the fucking Ritz, like all these great hotels, and it's just like we could ruin this million dollar operation. There was one we did some some royal family. Uh, I forget somewhere in the Middle East, but they were having a, a big wedding in the city. And the cake was this like it, it must it was probably like five different stories of cake, like layered all dark chocolate. And on the top was just a gold armadillo. It was like the most baller thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> a gold armadillo. I fucking love it. it was, Why not? It was incredible. Why not? Yeah. She was she was a big fan of armadillos. <laughs> I didn't I didn't I'm I'm sure it was some family thing, but I was yeah, just like this of course. Cool as hell. legacy. Yeah, it's a weird family crest. Yeah, or like something. It was her great grandma's that when they conquered someplace, they fucking melted all the the gold and made this fucking golden <laughs> armadillo. Like no, they yeah. just passed that down. Exactly. I'm just imagining you guys with the movers belts. You know, like the. the <laughs> yeah. I was just walking with a cake with the fucking movers belt. I was like going the other sweat way. Stained sweat stained dickies jumpsuits. I would love it. <laughs> I thought they made you wear ill fitting like. Like chef, like the like the the chef one where it like folds over and buttons over here, and, like a little, and so but it but it wasn't. They just had a few in the van, so they like smelled like the van. That, like you know what I mean? Like and, they weren't like they were ill fitting. The only frosting from both, three cakes yeah, ago. Yeah, they were they were both extra larges, so one fit the other guy a little better than it did fit you. Like it's you had to well, roll the I, cuffs up. I always had an idea for New York City movers to be called the handsome movers and they have to wear like tuxedos the entire time just for like really classy moving jobs. If you're like like moving into a nice building or something, like $10,000 hampers full of like, shoes, right? And and yes, but and you make it purposefully way too expensive so that rich people are like, oh, OK, that's that, it's that expensive. That means they're the best. Like you only get like rich clients. That's the way to do it. It's so expensive is all that dry cleaning. Yeah, I mean, you're going to there's going to be a lot of, you know, a lot of overhead is built into this. But I think it, I think you could trick rich people into just hiring expensive movers, you know, and I bet you you can get I bet you can get a, like a tuxedo and tuxedo pants made out of like breathable, stretchy material. Mm-hmm. So you like, like it's track yeah. material, yeah, like a, Still yes. a Freightliner moving truck, but you just slap a Rolls Royce hood ornament on the front of it. Yeah, paint <laughs> it black, but yourself. Some you, know, you don't even you don't even take it to Mako. Like you just <laughs> painted black yourself. Just call it black tie movers. Yeah. I mean, I, I somebody also pitched me just having them wear the tuxedo t shirt, but I feel like that's that's really low effort. It's not yeah, that's when enough. you still keep the cheap budget. That's the budget. Yeah. It's it's full tuxedo, but like top hat and tails and white linen gloves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Our Monaco but you guys have to like Michigan J your frog in and out in, in and out of the, like hello my baby hello my dad hello my red I think that would be adorable. Yeah, I pay I pay top dollar for that. We come up Get with so many good business ideas. So many good business ideas. This this show, yes.
Black tie movers universe, make it happen. I I would pay money to watch you deliver a wedding cake. I like I literally I like now I want to I want to get married in New York <laughs> and I know which cake delivery company I'm hiring. I the so the guy uh Ron Ben who the who's the baker the he was like very uh European flamboyant like cake genius. He took it very seriously and I remember the first time I met him I walked into his little like bakery and he looks at me and he just goes, "Ah, if it isn't the future of cakes." <laughs> like he wanted to take me under his wing or something i was just like buddy i'm just a mover thank you I don't, i'm not really in the cake business but he was like he was very excited you have cakes. So so you need, of cakes but joe you got to make sure your venue is like a really long drive away yeah add oh to yeah the, add to the drama <laughs> oh yeah and and my cake's gonna my cake's gonna, gonna, gonna be extremely top heavy <laughs> like, put a basketball on yeah, top of it yeah it's it's gonna be it's it's i had them i had uh ben ron is uh ron ben israel make me a jenga cake and like <laughs> but half of the pieces were half uh, already like it's so it's really it's already it's halfway through well, the jenga game the best part was where his bakery was it was in midtown on like the most crowded block there was and never like any cobblestone parking. yeah Tell me it was co- <laughs> it was extreme it, it was extremely shitty streets uh but you couldn't you couldn't park in front, so you either had to be double or like triple parked sometimes to get the. And it's just madness. Like we're trying to get all these, everyone's honking at us, these and we're like trying cakes. to slowly load. Yeah, people are so fucking mad at us. Like <laughs> it's just, and we're just like trying to go as slow as possible to be delicate with the cake, and it's just like cab drivers throwing shit at us. <laughs> And he never dropped the cake. This is so that's so mm. impressive. You need to talk about this. This is amazing. You need to talk <laughs> about that more. You should be like, it's when you when you drop shit at your other job, you're like, dude, I like, yeah, I'm sorry I broke your dad's lamp, but like I never dropped a wedding cake. I was a wedding delivery guy for like a year. And I it's funny because it's like I just forget that I did that now. Because it's been like four or five years since You've i had, had so that. many other traumatic jobs i yeah i'm just like oh yeah I, I briefly was like a guy who knew how to handle wedding cakes <laughs> you think you need to put that in your comedy bio yeah and yeah. your resume it's got yeah it's good for something so it's just like and our next comedian can handle wedding cakes <laughs> and, and you know what and when our next get married, comedian is the future of cakes, future of cakes. That, that's i'm that i'm putting it yeah that's good uh, and when you uh, and if you if and when you do get married, uh, mm-hmm. you can uh, you deliver your own cake, dude. Yeah, there you go. Well, I mean, you save tuxedo. a few bucks, you deliver your own cake, like you you do it in the like it's, and then you That's... get to fuck up your own wedding. Oh, you should have two cakes, right? Where like you get up. to drop one yeah, for comedic finally. value. Yes, That's my like, dream. It's... <laughs> that. Anytime I have a slight bit of expertise on anything, I harp on it constantly. So I can't like anytime. Oh, yeah, you're I... betting a thousand right now. You're like <laughs> <laughs> any any wedding I've been to, I like go. I you know check out the cake situation, the stand cake. around. Yeah, I move. I move bigger. I'm like, oh, these guys know what they're doing. They got the the, cloth, the linen cloth underneath is snug. You know, you're there's like, no wrinkles. You're like an old man that lives in the neighborhood, and then somebody's building a new garage. And they like they just like walk over like yeah 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 so what you doing you doing uh oh yeah you putting the trusses up now 
yeah, you're doing all right. I, I wouldn't do it that way, but uh, <laughs> speaking of guys like that, you just there is a guy in my neighborhood who I watch try. Oh, that's and how help. you're gonna do. That's how you're gonna open the camera. Okay, he right, just right. wants to help people park. He only he all he does <laughs> is stand outside all day to help. And people like I see people just like drive past open spots if he's in front of them because it's like nobody wants to hear this guy teach him how to park. It's like <laughs> pointing at the spot. He's, he's, he's like back, he, he just help. He like thinks he controls parking. All right, bring it around this way. All right, okay. This is my superpower. He's got those like those those flasher those flashlights from the airport. He's like, no, no, got it. Are you like a foot away? Okay, like six inches away. Okay, all right. Crank the wheel. Crank the wheel. And then there's like a million old people who just sit with their heads outside the window and watch people park all day. It's like you know, there's TV inside. What are you doing? No, dude. You know what? If you live in New York, that's that's better television out the window yeah. than whatever's on. Oh, we got a what do we got a big block of Nash Bridges? Hey, go fuck yourself! <laughs> I, like, I'd rather look out the window. I love like, Nash Bridges. <laughs> what do we got? Oh, it's oh shit! It's the fucking it's the Waltons. Oh, like oh, oh I love you. Yeah. What channels are you watching, Joe? It's all kind of television. It's, it's the six, the six regular things, the six regular channels you get with your uh, that you know all of the ones that aren't church. Yeah, <laughs> I actually have been flipping through because I have the I have the the antenna. I don't have cable. I just you know steal whatever I want on the. Uh, oh, you got to get a Roku. I got yeah, I got the. But that's they got downstairs. this thing called Pluto TV on the Roku. It's just all old TV shows. I got that. my big TV downstairs. It's got all oh, that okay. shit on it. Like, but there my upstairs go. TV doesn't have shit. So I like you know you, you like. Uh, you gotta to make do. It's like in back. It's in the background while I like I I do my writing and I do my art and stuff. And it's like, but if you, uh, yeah, oh yeah, let's say you gotta have, you gotta mask the sound and you're jerking up, like, I, like I loudly, so yeah, I'm a loud jerk offer, so I just turn up the church channel mm-hmm. and then put my headphones on. Just old, just old episodes of Rescue Nine One One playing now, in the background. It was a lady playing a church organ, and I, I think I watched that for like a half hour. I was mesmerized Impressive. by this, and because she had a, just a very sequiny jacket, and then, but the the church organ I forgot has the it's like a bunch of foot pedals and then a bunch more foot pedals. You have like foot, you have heel foot pedals and then you have toe foot pedals. No, they're breaking they it down. Different. On that thing. Yeah. And then three. Yeah. And she was jamming her goddamn face off, pulling levers, pushing levers in like and, one hand. Like it's, And that got you hot, Joe? Didn't get me hot. I wasn't jerking off to that. I was curious. <laughs> I, got hot I was just watching Joe it explain. going. I, mm-hmm. I didn't realize they fucking wig out like that on the. No, some of those old broads really get after it at church. <laughs> yeah, it's I I don't know. The last time I went to church, they had like a band, like a band band. Ooh. Like a like that yeah, was just like a fucking dude on the drums, dude with the fucking guitar, dude with the bass, piano. And then like and they were singing church songs. And I was like, eh, I don't know. I call me a baseball fan, but give me the organ lady. Yeah, I like a nice organ lady. I nice and I, I like a nice organ. Di- like, That's all you need. Yeah, you don't need the whole, you know, jazz fusion ensemble. Dude, I was at a twins. <laughs> I was at a twins game uh, last season, and they uh, every time they hit a home run, they they played uh, "Rage Against the Machines" bomb track because it's the Bomba Squad. <laughs> they, like, it was the Bomb Squad, like, it's, and I was like, "Are we really playing?" A yeah, what happened about- to just? You know, dun 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 dun. That's all you need. Where's my baby elephant? The millennials walk, in. They trying to get the millennials to like baseball. Mm-mm. For it's not for it's for us. It's for and us the old, old people, people. The old people already have 
they're already listening to the game on their AM radio. That's my favorite. That they bring keep a book. Look. I love that. Like the like the dude from the Cubs, the kid that caught the Bartman. Yeah, poor kid. Uh, that city. <laughs> <laughs> fucking shit on that fucking. Is he still alive? Yes. He, he, like he, apologized to him after they won. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. He's, they he, waited to no win. And they're like, all right. We forgive oh, you. They they took away the Bartman curse, and then yep. they could finally like fucking let him back into town. Mm-hmm. He's like, actually been living in Gary, Indiana. I, you know what? Yeah, I wish that some other town like Pittsburgh was like, you know what, Bartman, come over here. We fucking love you. You get free season tickets if you want to be a Pittsburgh Pirates fan. Well, that's if you're a Cubs rival, why wouldn't you just invite him to every game? Because you know, every, oh, yeah. like oh, he's shit. a symbol of yeah. bad luck. Shit. Just have him in your wives section. He comes in with our wives. <laughs> when the uh, the Falcons invited uh, Future to the playoff game against the Seahawks because he was Sierra's ex and Sierra was dating Russell Wilson at the time who was quarterback <laughs> for the Seahawks. It's a very subtle move where it's just like, like pettiness. You just That's... see your girlfriend's ex on the sideline before a game. You're like, wait, I, I'm about to play. What is this? Like, it's just a nice little move. That is a great. That is a great move. Mm-hmm. Uh, Patrick, before we go into the next section, is there any other uh, stories? Anything else that sticks out in your head? I think that's. I mean, yeah, I, that was. I totally forgot about the the wedding cakes. So totally. I, that was a nice. That's that a nice the main memory. point of this segment is to bring up past trauma. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. we're working through. <laughs> yep. it's okay, thank you. Now well, you're gonna Pat- have. <laughs> you're gonna have nightmares. <laughs> They dropped it, babe. I dropped it. <laughs> it's a special day. Well, Patrick, we don't just exist on this podcast to talk about the former jobs and stories there within. We also uh, exist to battle the scourge that is known as Karens. But before mm. we go into our next segment, Patrick, how do you define a Karen? Um, it's just like a white lady. It's all Pretty much, I would say that's. I mean, they I just guess, grow, they, as they age, they just become they slowly uh, yeah. like one day. I can't. I it's it's more than that, but it's also not more than that. It's just like it's just a white <laughs> lady. It's just a lady being extremely white. Fair. Well, each and every week we look at different Yelp reviews, Google reviews, Facebook reviews, tweets. Sometimes they're even handwritten notes. And it's a segment we call the Karen of the Week. This is Karen. I'm your boss. Oh my god, Karen. Oh my god, Karen. This is Karen. I'm your boss. Oh my god, Karen. Oh my god, This is Karen. I'm your boss. Oh my god, Karen. I'm your boss. Oh my god, Karen. Oh my god, Karen. Oh my god, Karen. Oh my god, Karen. This is Karen. I'm your boss. Oh my god, Karen. Each and every week. Fellow contributor, third mic, and general saint of a human being, Rebecca Wilson, dramatically reenacts one of these Karen complaints. And here's Rebecca with the Karen of the Week. I was really looking forward to trying Chick-fil-A until a commercial popped up on my television in Spanish. I have no problem whatsoever with Mexican people. But the fact is we live in America and you should stick with English. 
I'm sad to say that I will not be eating at your restaurant after you present yourself in this way. <laughs> like I said, this is America. And the way I see it, it's a privilege to live here. With that being said, they should learn our language, not the other way around. Wow. Now that is a twist. I really thought that uh, this racist lady was going to go after, uh, uh, you know, the uh, uh, the LBGT community. Uh, no, like so the rest that's of a Chick tough one for Chick-fil-A because yeah. they're usually used to, you know, empowering these people with their hatred of right. gay people. <laughs> and now they're being turned on for just trying to expand like... their market to include Hispanic people. <laughs> <laughs> and like this. And, and I love that. I really when 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 we first when this first came on when rebecca started doing this i i uh my initial thought was this lady like was dumb and she like accidentally turned her television channel to telemundo right <laughs> <laughs> she hit the sap button on her remote by accident <laughs> and here's another thing how come walker texas rangers in spanish now too <laughs> I, I was just trying to watch. I never Nash thought Bridges. I'd. I never thought I'd see the day that Chuck Norris went woke. <laughs> I am throwing out my total gym. <laughs> oh my god! No, I was. I, I was just flipped through the channels, and I, I, I it was the World Cup was playing, and then all of a sudden, there's a- yes. what? The fuck, lady? And like, I like. I'm watching lady- NBC, and it's the World Cup. And all of a sudden, there's Brazilians and Frenchmen running all over the place. What the hell's this country come to? This is America. I I like I like I I really did assume that this lady was gonna at least like I was gonna I was all for sporting Chick Fil A because they were they're closed on Sundays and they're anti-gay and you know I was ready, but then they had to go and see something in Spanish. Yeah, I don't understand. <laughs> It's not like they're making her speak Spanish or order in Spanish. If you watched it on mute, like you would still know it's a Chick-fil-A commercial. You wouldn't yes. you just it's pictures of chicken. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's an overrated sandwich. Here you go. She just heard she just heard that Spanish and just got so mad that she had a was this a Yelp review? It was a it was a uh, Yelp review one star. <laughs> Uh, to one uh, star to one of the commercial of of just their, her local chick. It was her local Chick Fil A. <laughs> Damn, the branch got taken down. The local <laughs> <laughs> uh, they didn't even fuck. put the commercial on. Like they had nothing to do with the marketing side of things. They're just they're a franchise owning a Chick Fil A for six down. days a week. We sell chicken. I always love with the complaint of like, uh, you know don't speak Spanish in America. In America, we speak English. It's like, just listen. The, our language is named for another country. Like, you don't, like, how can you feel pride? It's not America. <laughs> like, you're not speaking our language. Like, it's from somewhere else. Like, how do you, yes. I, don't, I just don't understand the the just total lack of self-awareness to be oh, upset yeah. about and that. What I liked was that, now, I ain't got nothing against Mexicans. Yeah, like, but the, the language they bad. speak is offensive to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, her next her next thing is but them El Salvadorians now them I got a problem with 
Don't get me started on them Nicaraguans. Yeah, she's like gonna just working her way through South America now. Like it's. I don't. <laughs> care. Like, I don't care much for them Ecuadorians. I guess the Peruvians are okay if they just stay in Peruvia. <laughs> uh, I one time had a Chilean sea bass. Never again. Mm-mm, don't trust them. That fish probably spoke Spanish. <laughs> you're, talking about, you're talking about. I was last... like, I want an American walleye or a tuna or some sort of nugget. Yeah, everything I she want orders. Filet, please. Somebody check this chicken's papers to see if I can eat it. <laughs> I and also... I like that any restaurant that you go to, like it's you, like really, 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 really. You like uh, every the whole kitchen. All kitchens speak Spanish. Mm-hmm. Like it's like kid. Then it's a bilingual. Like literally, all kitchens are bilingual. The good ones are. Yes, unless it's my, like restaurants owned by the KKK. My favorite thing. Uh, one of my favorite restaurants here. It, restaurant that's a dance. That's a dance. Good pizza. <laughs> <laughs> it's there's a pizza place near me called uh, Carlos Pizza. There's supposed to be an apostrophe. I guess it's Carlos. But there's no Italian people working there. It's just all Hispanic guys. So I call it Carlos Pizza. But <laughs> and people are like, come on, it's Carlos. Like, I'm, I'm like, come on, is it? Where's Carlo? I don't see a Carlo around here. I see three Carloses. Yeah, it's yeah. not. It's, it's like, I get it's Italian. You want like the mystique of like an Italian name. But I don't think there was ever actually a Carlo. Talk about lack of awareness. I love it. This is America. Not realizing that um, Mexico is part of America. Canada is part of America. <laughs> uh, all of Central America, South America. Like, if you're gonna do it, say USA. Like, that's the, if you're gonna be if you're gonna be xenophobic, can you at least say USA or states or United States? I think the, the America thing always bugs that crap out of me because I'm like, it's all America. Yeah, it's like you're in America. You're she's the one who is sticking out like it's like it's not your country it belongs more to everyone else than it belongs mm-hmm. to you like to her america is just you know the intersection uh, you know however far she, she walks lives. her dog that's like, <laughs> like how far, yeah, it's yeah. from from the walmart that i go to to the chick-fil-a that i was about to go to <laughs> take my, to my take church my, that's my america i'm gonna take my money over to kfc <laughs> i don't speak spanish there uh and much like a woman getting upset that a commercial was in Spanish. Sometimes we have to ask ourselves, gee, why did it fail? Why did it fail? Everything was squared away. Everything was squared away. I had my play written down. I had my play written down. I thought I was here to stay. I thought I was here to stay. Now, now I have to figure out why. Gee, why did it fail? Gee, why did it fail is a segment we do every week where we look at different businesses, restaurants, uh, menu items. And ever since we switched to Zoom, we've really kind of been focusing on commercials, training videos, and the like. And uh, this week is no different. I found another training video with some bad acting, which has just been part of a lot of the fun we've been having lately. Uh, And... I'm, I'm going to say this. I wish I would have planned. I said I planned this out because um, this is perfect considering what our Karen of the week is. Because uh, this is a training video for Chick Fil A. Hell yes. Yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, Tell so- me they quote scripture. 
<laughs> uh, well, it, they do talk about the do's and don't's of service. Mm. Mm. Uh, so to is... customers or the Lord? <laughs> Both. Um, okay. Oh, shit. So we're going we're gonna to learn some do's and don'ts of service from Chick-fil-A on this week's Gee, Why Did It Fail? If we don't see you on church, we'll fire the Monday. There's a guy. No one's at the counter. Excuse me. Could you help me, please? I would. But, I mean, I leave in five minutes, and I just got a lot of talking to do. You know? But while I'm doing this, how are you? Uh, yeah, hi. <laughs> this is Mike Dwell. <laughs> this is filmed with someone's cell phone camera. Uh, <laughs> I love that. So she's putting away ketchup packets. Uh, and like he's like, well, I get off in five minutes. So why don't you fuck up? But hey, how you doing? Like the, I like the uh-huh. like she's having a conversation with him. Not going to serve him. That's a terrible. Patrick, will you uh, like if you're going to do a job poorly, would, wouldn't you just hide in the back? You have five you minutes left. Yeah, that that's what I was thinking is that, that is run out the clock at work time. That's where you 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 go to the bathroom. You go to the bathroom. Left, yes. You start. That yeah, you can't be uh, front of house with five minutes left in she your shift. She said that she has some stocking to do, but she's trying to run the clock out. But if, if you're, you don't give a shit about the stocking if you're trying to run the clock out. And anything, is- anything you have to do to get done with your shift, you gotta, you, you can't wait until there's five minutes left. like that. I mean, I, maybe her shift ends at the busy time, but I feel like this is late night. You could have had this shit done already. You know, people stopped stopped coming in a while ago. There's no reason to be working that hard with five minutes left in your shifts. Right. She put herself in a bad position. All right, so let's see some more don'ts. I'm missing my eight count nugget. Okay, thank you. Here you go. Have a great day. Oh, thanks. Right. Just <laughs> chucks the nuggets at her. Oh. Don't throw things. Think fast, you stupid bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you want your eight nuggets? I got your eight nuggets right here. I got your sauce right Oh, here. red shirt's back, and he's wearing headphones. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I guarantee that guy's just the drive through guy. No, he's just the drive through guy, and they're just like, okay, we need you to come in. We need you to pretend to be a customer. Do I get? Am I getting paid for this? No, but you get a free meal. Uh, you, get a couple yeah. of nuggets. You get those you nuggets that were on the you. floor. Yeah, it's like whatever <laughs> you can catch. All right, let's find some more don'ts. Six oh two. Okay, thanks. I can help the next guest. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Hi, can I get a number one? <laughs> she just shoot off the previous guest. Uh, please, could you? Could you just get out of the way. <laughs> is that what that? I didn't even notice the don't there. I was just too busy. I'm like, what the fuck is with all the Valentine's Day balloons? They shot this during fucking <laughs> Valentine's was, Day. Uh, like, if, yeah. it, if, if you look at the screen grab right now, it's t- it is February. Okay, so that makes right. a little bit of sense. <laughs> Actually, we shot this in October. It's like <laughs> it's, it's, it's like why would you are you gonna shoot this thing? For you, Chick-fil-A. Just pull the fucking stupid 
pull your stupid balloons on the side because you're going <laughs> to show this to people and you're going <laughs> to, it's going to really take everybody out of the moment in December. I didn't know, yeah. I didn't know Chick-fil-A celebrated Valentine so hard. Well, love, <laughs> heterosexual love. But yeah. As long as it's named after a saint. Love. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> But yeah, there's like the shooing off of that, like a different a different person traded shit. By the way, do you like do you like how the the one person is wearing the full uniform, the one who shooed the girl up, but the one who was previous there was just like wearing a hoodie? Yeah, yeah. I uh, it's I really uh, this commercial was this shot by very good, man. I'm glad you noticed that. Not a lot of people catch that. <laughs> That's another don't. It's like bonus Continuity. points during training. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's some more don'ts. This chick runs a lot. Okay, here you go. Throw it again. Okay, cool. Here you go. You have another wonderful day. Next. Um, thank you. Get this thing pretty close. Okay, awesome. I got, I got this section. I'm trying to figure out what the don't was for that one. She's just messed up, maybe? (laughs) I think... The don't was the customer not needing any sauces from Chick-fil-A. I don't understand that. <laughs> like, Who's at least dry? get the honey mustard at Polynesian. Polynesian, something. at least. Come this on. Shot by middle schoolers. <laughs> <laughs> I think you've got God again, Matt. This wasn't a real Chick-fil-A uh, training <laughs> thing. This was a middle school. It was an eighth graders uh, project for video class. So we know we'll get God if the line is, I hear you have a fat cock. Yeah. <laughs> Ah! That was from the last training video. It was uh, sexual harassment in the workplace video. Was uh, the first? The first two things were like, "Oh, this could be. This could actually be a a sexual harassment training." And then, yeah, it was third. The third example is a guy comes up to the other guy goes, "So I hear you have a big fat cock." (laughs) The fourth one was my favorite. This room smells like vagina. Fresh vagina. The power. You don't. You don't like the power. Two ladies. I could really go for a power fuck right now. I still don't understand the power fuck. I like I, I like I get sleepy. Show. Is that like a power post- nap? Just a quickie, and then I got some energy back. You get power from the fuck because I, I get sleepy. I want yeah, a I cigarette. Know, I don't know what a power fuck is, but I know I ain't never done it. <laughs> <laughs> let's see if they talk about power fucks here. Let's, let's keep going. Don't don't close the people in while cleaning the section. <laughs> yeah, they're messed up, but they're like, let's build a fort. <laughs> this Looking is around. The stupidest. Same three people that were there before. God, this is a middle school production, right? (laughs) Are we now on board with this? You have a nice day, man. Thank you. She is evil. What is wrong with that woman? (laughs) What? What? That's her bitching about customers. That's how every buddy working the window talks. Evil. Like, yeah. if you leave if you've the never, wi- if you've <laughs> the, never the lesson the is end, close the window when you want to cut out <laughs> of customer. I feel like I've pulled up listening to the end of them cursing out the car before a million times. It's <laughs> yeah, just, that's... and then you know when you're when you leave, they're going to talk shit about you. Hey, you know what? It's hopefully you got your right meal and you get the fresh food. 
and they're the ones that got the, that's, the shit spit on. That's all I can hope for. Yeah, people are shooting people because they're not getting their you know uh, fucking sauces right in their drive-through order. So that's really where they should be concentrating. Like, make right. sure you get the sauces in there. <laughs> Don't get get the sauces right. Don't get shot. She said thanks. That is a okay. I realize now that like a lot of this is a, a how how you swear at Chick Fil A. Slap my knee and call me <laughs> and Richard. Call me Richard. That's not a that's not a phrase anyone has ever said. Put me on a boat and call me Samantha. Yeah, I don't know who wrote this, or are they just uh, improving these things? There seems to be very little <laughs> it's a local improv group that they hired for this video, shot by a <laughs> high schooler for their senior project on an iPhone. Hey, I don't know about you guys. For nuggets. I don't know about you guys, but put me on a bus and call me Howard. <laughs> slap, slap my knee and call me Richard is is so funny. How did this thing has ninety thousand views? It's more than. <laughs> Anything I've done in comedy combined somehow. <laughs> right. All right, let's let's see what why 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 is she slapping her knee and calling herself Richard? It's busy. Anyway, all right. Cool. Yeah. It's busy. See you later. Oh my god, it's Billy. Okay. Hey. What's up? Okay, you what else do you want? Okay. Just, well, I was at, guys wait I was for at his food. And it just yeah, I'm a chat. Adult, it's weird. But I was going down the slide, and I like busted my. Chin. No way. I did. Good you know story. Wow. And you know what I told? Um, <laughs> oh, talk to the hand. You know, I said I got in a big fight. Just uh, like I'm an adult. Just, just a minute, man. So they both put the ladies. They both put people on hold. Walking past the ketchup on the ground. Uh, Not my no. fucking job. I'm done in five minutes. That's a yeah. don't. I just. Oh my goodness. That. I mean, she, she was still more professional than every fast food worker I've ever encountered. <laughs> so I don't. It wasn't that bad. It was. I don't just, know what. I, I don't know what Chick Fil A thinks they have going on on in their establishments, but. Right? It's pretty par for the course for what I've seen. <laughs> now I want to work at a Chick-fil-A and just be like, hey, get the fuck. Hey, where's you? you want your fucking chicken sandwich? Who the fuck's next? Joe, like, Joe gets fired within the first within 10 minutes at Chick-fil-A. Yes. All right, you're done ordering. Get the fuck out of the way. I got other it's... people to serve. Hey, you Jamoke. What do you want? A sauce? <laughs> get the fuck out of here. What's the matter for you? Get your stupid been... dry sandwich out of my face. It's a Polynesian sauce. It'll change your life, you piece of shit. Don't worry. It doesn't speak Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm surprised they haven't had to change the name of Polynesian sauce because it's confusing and scaring people. <laughs> it's exotic. It's like those cookies you get from the Girl Scouts. It's, it's scaring the homophobe racist customers that we have. <laughs> we need to change to a whiter. It's called white orange sauce. <laughs> Well, slap my knee and call me Richard. It's called it's 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 called Mr. and Mrs. White Orange Sauce. God damn it. Ugh. That was there were so many things in that that's like a like you could tell I think so what I think it was, it was probably that was probably filmed by the local franchisee. Yep. As a as a, let's make a don'ts video with our employees, mm-hmm. which were middle school kids. Yep. 
who also needed to make a project for, for school. I, there, are some, there are definitely some crossover. That footage was used for some sort this of project. It was used for something else, yes. Was, that footage <laughs> carried some children to a C- minus and something. <laughs> yes, this was, I don't know what the chicken and the egg was. Like, mm. if it was school project first, and then the guy was like, hey, you know what? Uh, I'll give you like a, I don't know. I'll give everybody in the cast free Chick-fil-A for that the rights to this video so I can show it to all my employees as the don'ts. We're going to give you some, give you some gift cards. It's <laughs> the coupon book, some coupon books. <laughs> Someone either took that. They, they were forced to film it by their local franchise owning boss. And we're yeah. like, this just this is going to get me a C in my AV class. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't need to film shit. filmed on an iPhone <laughs> and the original on iPhone. Now, would, would they f- they have a built in film day? So they ha- on, they're closed on Sundays, so they could. They could oh, yeah, have taken their point. time with this and up the production value a bit. <laughs> they did and more than cool four day, people yeah. rotating. They didn't even have the kid change the shirt. Yeah. They could have had him bring all like were, two. All of them were wearing the same shirts. <laughs> Sir, <laughs> this is your third time ordering something today. <laughs> it's, or it was like a Dan's Good Pizza and they only had four customers. <laughs> this was I'm the sure Chick-fil-A we, behind the hedge. I would love to know what where that was shot what franchise that was because it looked pretty bleak <laughs> i did like the i liked I, I think my favorite one was like boxing the people into the booth yeah like there's literally all the other booths are empty except for one and they still put all of the tables in front of just the one with people that was a dick move <laughs> they're like well if they stay here they have to keep ordering right <laughs> like our regular like our regular customers they just keep coming back they're forever hungry, like the Highlander. <laughs> These are vampires. Uh, this is this has been a good episode, but I think it's time we eighty six the podcast. But before we do, we have one more segment, Patrick. It's called Human Yelp Reviews. That's okay. for you, uh, Patrick Schroeder. You get to uh, review the podcast. Um, you can use as many stars as you like. You don't have to uh, go by the five star metric. It's preferable, but use as many as you want. Um, you can either review the podcast as a whole or us individually, okay. uh, and whenever you'd like. Oh, all right. I mean, I, I, I'm not familiar with the yell. Is it a star thing? I have to give a star out of five stars, or it's it doesn't matter. Okay, I will say, uh, Matt, you have a tremendous broadcaster's voice. Uh, you, you don't even ha- you don't have to lay it on at all. Just naturally speaking, very smooth. Uh, very dulcet tones. Uh, Joe, I've, I've known forever. Of course, his voice is uh, utterly insane. Uh, mm-hmm. Total character. <laughs> it, it, every time I think about Joe living in Minnesota, it just makes me smile to think of nice Midwesterners uh, being confronted by this angry Brooklynite. Uh, <laughs> You're not wrong. Uh, and then Nathan, uh, not so much uh, voice quality i mean you, you, nothing to sneeze at you've got a great voice but i like you you brought it from a content perspective you 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 found your spots you hung in there in the pocket you worked in small windows because you know i understand what it's like working with joe you got to give him a lot of space you, you got to <laughs> sometimes joe's just going to call the clear out and everybody's got to stand back and let him iso and go to work so you gotta you gotta learn you gotta know to pick your spots i'm the sniper uh, of the show Exactly. There you go. You gotta. You're you're just waiting in the wings at all times. <laughs> so uh, thumb up, star, and uh, I had a lot of fun. Thank you.
Perfect. Uh, Patrick, uh, how do people follow you? They can follow me at Instagram, uh, the future of cakes, right? (laughs) (laughs) Now I regret starting social media before I knew I was the future of cakes. Uh, Follow me. You follow me everywhere at Shrotime, S-C-H-R-O time, Instagram, Twitter. Those are the only places I am. But yeah, go ahead. Give a follow. Nice. Uh, And then uh, the good, the dad and the ugly, right? Yes, of course. Uh, Check out my podcast, the good, the dad and the ugly. If uh, you're looking for a a starting off point, we we had Joe on an episode. Uh, I I don't it might actually only be on the Patreon. So check out check out Joe's episode on Patreon dot com slash good dad ugly for like a dollar. You can listen to Joe tell old stories. Uh, Me and my co-host go way back with Joe. So that was a lot of fun. Oh yeah, yeah. Like we, we, uh, if if you like this episode with Patrick, we've we've had Casey and we've had uh, Will on as well. So we we've gotten the we've had the trifecta. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I I want to listen to those episodes too. I want to hear if if they got some good stories out of Joe. I'm sure they did. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yes, yes is the answer to that question. Um, <clears throat> uh, Joe, how do people follow you? Well, uh, well, since it's not taken uh, at Instagram, the future of cakes. It's, he's buying it. He's a businessman. <laughs> like, and the future of cakes.com. Like, it's, that's my <laughs> new website. It's, it, um, <laughs> uh, it's uh, uh, at, on Instagram at photographizing. That's the word photograph, I Z I N G, because I, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Um, <clears throat> and yeah, I. Uh, this was super fun, Patrick. This was a blast. I like, with like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go pay a dollar and listen to my old episode because yeah. I feel like I'm an old man and I just like it's yeah. If you're building the garage, I'm just gonna walk up and judge it. <laughs> <laughs> is that how you're gonna? Is that how you're gonna do it? I don't know. I wouldn't do it like that. It's in your blood, Joe. Okay, if that's how you're gonna do it, okay. <laughs> uh, Nate, uh, you can follow me at Nathan Smezrud on Facebook and Twitter, and N Smezrud on Instagram. Uh, Come out to the 510.2 Speakeasy on April 28th, yes. and you'll be seeing uh, everyone changed. on this podcast for the semi-secret comedy show. The dates have changed. The lineup is still the same. Lineup's still the same. We got Joe. We got Matt. We got myself. Maybe some special guests. Oh, there's going to be some guests, bro. And they're going to be Joe's going to put people in his trunk. This is, my, yeah, this is like this is my traveling circus. This is what I loved. I love ring of this is Barnum and Bailey. It's time to get fucking Bar. Uh, you know what? Bailey was a racist. So just Barnum. <laughs> oh boy. Him. He fucking hated elephants. And he just yeah. can't wait for your ringmaster outfit. Last oh, Thursday yeah. of the month, April twenty eighth is gonna be our date, fellas. And uh, come see the awful service podcast doing stand up comedy. Yeah. Uh, you can follow me. I'm Matt Doima on Facebook and Instagram. I am at Chubby Waiter on Twitter, as I believe in truth and advertising. Um, as for me, every Wednesday evening in St. Cloud, Minnesota, in the basement of the Red Carpet Nightclub in the Keller Bar, I host the Keller Open Mic. Uh, sign up is from 8 to 9. The show starts at about 9.15. Uh, Joe was there last week. Oh, yeah. Made, made I had it, a fucking blast. And Joe's like, Joe's like, why have I been waiting so long to fucking come to this thing? Yeah, it's, it's super fun. It's in a basement. And like the only thing that you're missing is being able to smoke indoors again. <laughs> it was definitely a place that, you know, one time there was ashtrays on every table. Oh, yeah. I think we should bring it back illegally one night. Just secret mm-hmm. style. Make it a smoke easy. Yes. Yes. 
<laughs> He's also mad because there's a glass there was a glass case that was totally for like advertising, but they had taken stuff out of it. And he's like, Where's the lizard that lives in here? But it had like little rocks and like a little fake plant. <laughs> and it looked like it was just like it was it was like it was a perfect lizard home. And they weren't using it for a lizard at all. Because that would be dope. You said a bar lizard. lizard? <laughs> hey, welcome to his name. It's a lounge lizard. Like a yes, little mascot. Yes. Yes. The, yes. He, wait, you make him a little t-shirt. Fucking people can feed him grasshoppers. He just gets mm-hmm. fat as fuck. That would be sick. You uh, buy the grasshoppers. I would I would get hammered and feed fucking the lizard. The house lizard. <laughs> That's just, this is true. Uh, so other than the uh, show in Bismarck, uh, I also have shows on April 22nd and 23rd and May 20th and 21st, both at St. Paul's Camp Bar. Uh, so come out, see your boy, do some stand-up comedy. Uh, we've got, I mean, have some other dates coming up very soon, so follow my socials. Uh, Patrick, this has been a blast. Oh, I had so much fun. Thank you guys for having me. And as always, slap my knee and call me Richard. <laughs> And fuck Robert Moses. And have a good Nailed night. Nailed it. It's time to count the till. Sweep the floors and mop the spills. Say goodnight. Dispose of the trash and turn out the light. Tell me why I try. This whole damn thing is a lie, so I'll take my tips. My services have earned me Lock the door.